0: Welcome, welcome to another episode of Strategically and Unapologetically with Firestarter Monica. I am your host, Firestarter Monica, and I am excited. We've got an entrepreneur of all entrepreneurs. She is, she rides hard and she delivers none other than Mrs. Tracy Woods. Welcome, Tracy. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Thank you Monica. It is a pleasure um, to have been asked to join you today. I'm looking forward to talking with you and just sharing time with you. This is great.
0: Well, thank you for carving out time. I know how busy you are. You wear many hats. So we're going to dive right in and take advantage of this opportunity. All right. So let's talk a little bit. I did say, tell the folks that you are an entrepreneur. So if you would tell us what your business is and give us a backdrop of what it is that you do.
1: Okay. Well, I own a consulting firm. And so uh, the name In Season Solutions uh, really speaks to how I've tried to set my platform up. Um, When you think of the seasons, it's always changing, but you know it's coming. So I actually target businesses that are in many different seasons. Um, I think the majority of my clients are with municipalities. Um, And so they're forever changing. And that's just my speed. I love to uh, change with uh, them as well. So we have the consulting part. We have a teaching um, part of the organization that I have two consultants that work specifically with the training and the teaching. We have the executive coaching um, that I, I really say for... Uh, those organizations that look to make major, major changes um, and really targeting their executives to be ready for that change. Um, We also have what I would call the transitional portion of our business. And that is say for those clients that just need a little bit of everything. They're in transition until they find out where they really want to uh, put their focus and their resources on. We help them by actually introducing many of the the different uh, products that they may want to explore. And so I, I think that's the one part of the business that um, I enjoy the most. I enjoy Thank that you. part the most.
0: Thank you for that. Yes. Um, we, uh, as you know, um, when our guests come aboard, we have kind off-time... Uh, conversations. Mm-hmm. And in our off-camera conversation, it was revealed that Tracy has a very, very diverse background. She actually um, gave 30 years with an organization, and that is where she got her start. So if you could tell us a little bit of what it was that you did last when you were with that, at that organization, maybe about the last 10 years without organization what did you do and who was your clientele
1: all right so i have no problem with sharing that i spent 35 years of my um life and, and and the career that i had uh with the university of michigan and i call it the city within the city it allowed me to be in many different positions but for the last 20 years i worked in ambulatory care and I worked in training and development. And that's where I found my niche and my passion um, for training. I love the light bulb moments when people get it, when they just get it. And I don't know if it it feeds me um, or that because I found that that's just where uh, I excel most. I spent the last 20 years uh, or the last 10 years, excuse me, in service excellence. And what Service Excellence started off being was an initiative for the university um, to help us internally uh, with our customer service. As you know, you of them can be known as that place where you go when no one else knows what to do for you, right? And with that comes, uh, a, a, it, it comes the challenge of, we begin to focus on what it is that you're there for. And sometimes we can lose sight and that's with any organization of the people but we lose sight of one another and so we were charged with making sure that we understand that we were customers to each other i thought that would be oh that's gonna be easy just tell each other man that was the challenge because we're all very good at what we do as we're siloed off so to bring everyone together and know that help us understand we have a common goal um, was what we did for uh the last 10 years
0: well, thank you for sharing that. While he was mm-hmm. speaking, um, uh, the thought uh, came to me that that definitely is an art. Mm-hmm. It's an art. And um, even in our off-camera conversation, so you you dealt with the internal uh, customers. I imagine some of them may have been frontline workers Absolutely. or physicians, mm-hmm. uh, may have served in various capacities within that organization. Yes. And... Um, you parlay, you did mention that you also, as of late, work with municipalities. So could you share um, just a tad bit, whatever is appropriate, and I know you would be able to gauge that, sure, what that clientele looks like, mm-hmm. what it is that you aim to do with and you know through in-season solutions, LLC, and what are some of the outcomes? Wow load
1: oh, I know. So, yeah, um latest and greatest and most rewarding um project that I've had to date in my in my career. Um I have a contract that I deal with the men and women who have found themselves in the um judicial system as clients, as inmates, as probationers, um and based on the decisions that they've made. And so one of the programs that I absolutely love is called Moral Recognition Therapy. Um, That is the program that I render to one of the largest counties that I live in or live around. And I have been blessed to be able to go into the jail and to uh, actually conduct classes, uh, teaching our men and women about the decisions that they've made, how they've had the impact, not just on not just on their lives, but what we don't always understand is when I make a decision, who is gonna, the ripple effect of who's affected. And so with that, it's called a CBT. That is a huge undergoing in the judicial system and how they would like to render their programming cognitive behavioral therapy and cognitive thinking behavior about your behavior and then taking them down a journey because it's going to be their journey that they're on and so i've been doing this for two years both in the jail and in the community and we're talking about two different mindsets now in the jail you absolutely know you're in the jail community in the community you're on probation. So they still have to understand in their rear view. You've got freedom here, but in that rear view, if we're not walking and staying with the societal contract, that is always in your rear view. So what I do with the community is I help them understand how do we engage, what decisions we're making, um, and it's it's really enlightening because I never really appreciated um, or understood what our men and women go through to try to get out of that system. Um, It is a revolving door oftentimes. And let me tell you, 99% of the time, you won't believe how we end up staying in it or getting in it. a license, a license to drive a privilege, right? For whatever reason, not getting the license and driving. Um, getting the license and it being taken. And then when you get into the system a little bit deeper, those are the things that keep bringing you back. So we we have had the opportunity to take the skill sets that I've learned over the course of the years in the many different jobs. I never understood how all of this was going to transfer over. But I have to say, I want to stop and say this. I asked God for something about 20 years ago. Right. And I wanted my own because I had been told, you know, by your family and, you know, being raised by grandma that, you know, be a hard worker, be a hard worker. So that's all I've ever really been taught, be a hard worker. But for me, I just knew that I had not just the work ethic, but there was something else that I was meant to do. I never really could tell you what it was, but I knew what I was meant to do, and I'm tell you this short story. So I started the journey of starting a business, right? But then life enters in. You got to help your husband and get your family. You got to keep working. You I had that nine to five, and that's what I had always been taught. So I had this box that I would taken if i looked at uh getting the llc if i looked at the licensing for the business if i look whatever i looked at for the business it would go in that box and i'd be gung-ho about the box right yes then then it'd end up in the basement so this last time uh, i had my i said honey bring bring my box up bring my business up and when he came up he just sets it down on oh really he was like this time either you're going to do something with this box or you're going to be getting the box yourself. I'm not bringing it up. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, I felt kind of, you know, and, 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 and you know what? I started thinking and I, I did, I asked God, I said, whatever this box is supposed to be, you're going to have to tell me. And I remember speaking to someone and they said, you know what? You're just going to have to step out there. I was like, I know I'm going to have to step out there. I'm out there, but I'm going to work this job so I can keep helping my husband do what he do. This is what we got to do. Yes. Well, things started changing in our organization. And I had been there and I had even freed up people's future for uh, the lack of not saying having to let people go. Yes. When it came to my department, things started changing. And it's called being ripped, reduction in force. And so what that means is, they'll wipe out your department and they'll give you the ability to choose another job and keep, you know, keep moving. But they wiped out your uh, department and that puts you in a status where you're kind of like laid off, still getting paid. Mm -hmm. I, that was the first time that had ever happened to me. And while I was laid off, God would continuously talk to me. Cause i was kind of mad with him i'm just gonna let you know because i asked him for something but i didn't want it that way i didn't want him to give it that way and he kept telling me you don't get to tell me how i <laughs> how i give you something right and wow. so i was like but but i don't know what i'm gonna do he said oh so you have to rely on me I, I don't know how to go i don't know which way all of a sudden it came to me people work for insurance right some people keep a job for insurance I was grandfathered in so even if i retired i got insurance people work to have a a retirement plan i had a 401k plan already so i got that and so i started thinking i said lord can i retire because i'm too young in my mind and all things work together for the good i just kept hearing that i kept hearing it so i stepped out there monica and i retired i had one contract at the time it was called anger management with my angry self okay <laughs> i was teaching anger management twice a week so it wasn't like i just left and didn't have anything but it wasn't my job that i made good money off of but see money ain't always everything it's not because i wasn't happy and i was so excited about this anger management kept teaching that and a door open And I know it wasn't nobody but him. And uh, I walked through it. And I'll just tell you, from that point on, it has given me the ability to do what I believe that my purpose has been, to speak life into dead situations, even under the guise and guidelines of what I've been told in that contract to do. He still has his way many, many times. And man, that's ministry for me. That it's more of a ministry than a job, so I'm so excited.
0: Awesome! So- I want to say there's a lot of compassion there. I see it. I hear it when you speak. <laughs> and um, when when it is that we're doing that we love, that passion flows from us. Thank and coming you. from a ministerial background, mm-hmm. you know that we call it pouring in the folk. Absolutely. I want you to share with the people, those that will be fortunate enough to see the video or to to listen to the podcast, I would like for you to share with those diamonds and the rough, Mm -hmm. what it is, what are some of the things that you do uh, to process, to replenish, to revive and renew yourself in order to continue to share and pour that compassion into
1: others? I think you first of all, you've got to be aware um, that the need is there because we can get so caught up in our giving to our our families, our, you know, our jobs, uh, wherever it's needed. Sometimes when you have that, when you are in a business that your product doesn't come in a brown paper bag and sometimes you don't even know how much you've given out. I think the first thing that you always have to build in is that fail safe of keeping yourself renewed because you're no good if you're so tired and worn out that it becomes a struggle to deliver. And I'm guilty of that. I am so guilty of that. Um, Yeah. And, you know, what would happen is that I'd be so tired out that the thought would come, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I got this, I got that. And you know how you run out of gas? You know how the car starts poop 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 po, poo, and you start feeling that? I would start to feel that. So when it came to me that I had to take care of myself, self-care, I asked myself, okay, what's the difference between self-care and maintenance? Because, see, we get our, as women, we want to get our nails done. We'll get a pedicure. Um, you know, you go get your hair done. This is maintenance. That's what you need to feel good, do your job. For some people, for me, I'm going to say that's me. And I know it's you, you know, having known you all these years. However, self-care is a little bit different. Self-care is when you take the time of reflection, when you take the time and ask yourself, Why am I doing this? What is my purpose for doing this? What do I need to keep refreshing um, myself to continue to do this? And so I found that meditation is awesome. Um, People meditate in many different ways. So I can't say what will work for everyone, but what works for me is being sure that I'm breathing and not just holding my breath that I give by myself. I've learned to be by myself. That's the biggest gift that I've been given. Girl, I didn't know how to be by myself. I was always just, and now to be, be alone is such a, it, it's a joy. So I can sit back and I can ask myself the questions that I probably would never even ask myself. And you know, that being that self-care part, that's the most creative I probably will ever be because when I can hear myself, and hear, even him speaking to me uh, about the way to go about things, that is big. Uh, the other self-care I've learned to do, um, I know this is going to sound funny, y'all, uh, is to get out and exercise. Move this body. Move this body because when you're doing that, your mind is freeing up some things. Toxins are leaving your body, you know, um, eating well. I am learning me all over again to care about me.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I I want to ask, what do you have in the future for those diamonds in the rough? And if I could take just a little bit and tell you about the diamonds in the rough. Yes. In order, it takes a trained eye to recognize a diamond. Mm-hmm. Diamonds are formed beneath the earth, under yeah. to get conditions of of pressure and heat, mm-hmm. and when carbon is involved, it forms this crystallized rock. Mm-hmm. But in order for the it to get to the table for the consumer, mm. there has to be cut, cutting and polishing yes. that takes place. Yes. So there are listeners, there are viewers that for years, mm. and you know, it, it can be a lifetime for somebody, 10 years, 15 years, yeah. Yeah. who possibly have never considered their worth, mm. their purpose, or ever asked themselves, who are you? Yes, What are you good at? What is it that you long to do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you have? Because I know from off camera conversations, you are an expert program writer, program builder. What is it that you have out there to help those that are in the vein of self discovery or mm-hmm. rediscovery? Mm-hmm. What is it that NC's season Solutions has in its arsenal that you've used in the past to help those people that are between a rock and a hard place?
1: Wow. Wow. I I think what came to mind as you started, you know, just speaking to me, because it's almost like you walked me down my journey, you know, Um, I think that the first thing that you have to say is that you're enough. You don't know what you're enough of, but you have to say, if not me, who? I was afforded great, great spiritual parents, and what I continuously learned was, you know what? You 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 got all that you need inside of you. Now, did I understand was I understanding what they were saying? No. But as you continuously, I think this is what I would say, continue to be open, continue to know that, you know, that everything that you're doing, if you are truly, truly tapping in won't always make sense. But if it's part of the process, you're going to know it. Stay, stay very tapped into um, where you are, what you're doing Um, I journaled a lot. Go back and look at the experiences that you've been through because if you are going to truly hone in on your craft um, and if you're that diamond in the rough, because we we have many gifts and talents, we do. And not every season will call for a particular gift when you're starting off because I was so ready to throw everything that I had learned into where I was. And then it wasn't until I backed up and said, wait a minute, if you had to do it right now in this season, what would you feel would be the best thing to come out with? And I had to take a step back and say, okay, um, what is it that I love to do? That was one. Um, What is it that I'm good at doing? That was another. And guess what? Those two things didn't match, but it didn't have to. Realize that and this for me, if if I could tell anybody anything, it doesn't have to make so much sense that it's, it's a B will equal C. No, sometimes you're looking at a and B and you see in your vision, the Z, and that was what was happening to me. I saw a and B and I went all the way down there. And then I said, okay, but how do we take the steps? Just know that you're enough. Um, Know that, uh, Do not despise humble beginnings. I would give women conferences. I would listen to the women and um, their needs. And I would reflect on things. And I would just say, place yourself around people or experience different things that you wouldn't normally go with. Take yourself out of that Comfort that you always tend to find. I'm good here. No, you got to get uncomfortable. It's like you said. They're gonna put some heat and some fire to that diamond. They gonna. It goes through a process, and it is transition is uncomfortable. It is very. It was so uncomfortable that if I could just be transparent, um, there were times when I was sitting cry because I stepped out and said I'm gonna retire, and then I realized what retirement meant it meant retiring from that very thing that you were so comfortable doing that you could do it with your eyes closed and people would clap for you. Oh, when the clapping stopped and I was out here on my own, I, was like, I don't even know what stage I'm on, let alone a clap. I had to get still and understand that I was enough, put myself around people who I said I had interest in. So I had to identify who is it that I admire? and what do i admire about them and um draw get drawn to that thing and honestly god just kept me like right there and when i when i didn't launch out it was finding things it was going to different seminars it was speaking to different people it was eating up the fact that i'm in the right place because i don't know what i'm doing Not because so much I know what I'm doing. And then when things started to align, it wasn't so hard. It wasn't so scary. The first time I went into that jail to teach those men and women, God knows, there was no fear there. There was no fear. And as I got in there, Monica, it's not one time that I go into the jail. And I'm in there every Monday and Friday that I don't bring something out that I, the community, people with that I can help um, my family with. Those things that I hear from those men and women um, that I've been given somewhat of charge and speaking into their life, man, they give it right back to me. So just stay open, stay open to opportunities that don't look like they should fit, but take advantage of them sometimes. if If you are talking about reciprocity, um, giving and not expecting anything in return in, in that way. Just do it because it's the right thing to do. I'm going to tell you, sow into other people's lives uh, with your giftings. Sow into other people's lives. Don't look for anything in return because when you do that, that's when your blessing comes and that's when clarity starts to come. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much. Um, I want to ask, I want you to... So, I Heard a lot, and in, in what you um, your most recent uh response. So, I heard the importance of staying open, receiving training, not mm-hmm. uh, allowing yourself to get to a place where you feel like you right. know it all
1: that's right, you've
0: seen it all. Mm-hmm. And uh, you talked about um, self care and self maintenance, all of those things. So, with all that being said. What does or how has being an entrepreneur caused you to shift mm. into a different or has just imported you into a different space, a different place?
1: Wow, Whew, okay, Monica,
0: <laughs> um, wow.
1: that just came to me, yeah. Um. When you are subject to having need to be somewhere from nine to five, okay, there is a mindset that goes along with that. There is definitely a mindset and not a bad one. I mean, it teaches you, you know, how to have discipline and all of those things. Um, That discipline of a nine to five being carried over into Entrepreneurialship. A lot of people want to think, girl, you can do whatever you want to do. And I will say this. I have not worked harder in these last, since uh, March 16th, uh, 2020, when COVID hit. And I'll back up and say March, uh, excuse me, September of 2018 when I retired. So those two years in between there. Um, I think that I recognized and I appreciated uh, the things that did need to transfer over. You need to be disciplined. Don't get to the point where when we think that we're entrepreneurs. Baby, I'm a sleep till 12. No, entrepreneurs uh, need to be up at six, five. Sometimes I'm up writing at three in the morning when when that hits me so that I can use that when I wake and when I'm in the studio and or in that, in that vein of um, instructional designing, um, you've got to know that you've got to be ready to sacrifice uh, even more time that you normally would give to family even, um, give to the things that you love to do. The shift has not been easy for me because again, 35 years of working a nine to five, I could do it with my eyes closed, get in the car, do this, lay out your clothes, do all of that. I've carried many of those things over, but when you are an entrepreneur, you've got to really step back and look at things from a different light. How you made your living um, and what is part of your life. I get to enjoy. This is the, I'm gonna give you the pros and cons. Now, the pro for me is that I don't have to ask about what programs I may wanna dabble in. Um, If it's a passion of mine and it looks like a product or project uh, that in season solutions could take on and really be an asset to to that organization. I don't have to ask whether or not I should do it. Do I pray about it? Absolutely. Is that something that I will always do? Yeah. Um, and that's different than corporate America. Uh, but here's the kind corporate America, if you're doing a project, they're gonna give you everything you need, the supplies, the desk, where you go, when to go. Here's the meetings, what you need. No, it's no, no. Effort, absolutely, rah-rah, you are the <laughs> thing, <laughs> and sometimes you you there it is, it comes up because he's going to keep coming sometimes and, and 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 he brings doubt. But you got to know and you got to stand on what you've been told. Um, and yeah, there's still tears that come out. I'm not going to tell you that it's not. But the pro of it is, is that I know what I know. And I know that if I work hard, I know that if I um, continuously understand that this is a process as well. But when I come out of this, I'm going to come out with so many different things that I can yet give more. I can um, expand and fly in different arenas that I never thought that I could. And so that's opening up a a whole different world to me. And for me, that's the difference. Um, You have endless possibilities. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So
0: if someone wants to benefit from your ex, expertise in instructional design, Mm -hmm. consulting. I I mean, just the gamut of what In Season Solutions LLC
1: offers.
0: How can you be contacted?
1: Um, Well, you can contact me many different ways. I think the best way would be to use my Z-Train, and that's Ztrain, ztrai dot W-O-O-D-S, at gmail.com. Um, you can go to my website under In Season Solutions, and it will give you kind of a very high overview of what we offer. And you can also dial me directly uh, through my office. Uh, that number is 313 313- three, six, five, oh, three, two, oh. Now what you're going to receive in calling that number is you're going to get a voice recording. I'm in session so frequently that I don't want to miss anyone. um, And so I don't have the privilege of being able to just pick up, but my admin or myself will definitely reach out to you. Uh, We'll set up some time um, to talk, find out what your needs are, Uh, but that those three, avenues are the best way to contact us. Thank
0: you for sharing that. Absolutely. And lastly, is there any promotion um, that you can offer uh, you know, in relation to the programming that you offer? Is there any discount or promotion that you can offer a viewer or a listener of strategically and unapologetically?
1: Absolutely. For your consultation so that um, you will get an idea of what In Season Solutions can offer you, and I can get an idea of what season your business may be in, the first consultation is a free consultation to you. I offer a 20-minute sit-down with you. Um, I do direct that conversation because I need to pull everything that I need to pull. And I ask that you give me uh, seven to ten days to give you something written so that you would understand that if you did decide to partner with us or go into collaboration on a particular project, you would know what our deliverables were. And so I, I just think that, you know, with what I do, it's it's harder Like I said, we don't have a brown bag. You're not going to walk away with the brown bag, but um, that that we do offer, uh, I want you to be able to tailor it to your needs. And so that takes a little bit more time than just giving you, you know, like we're doing the rapport we have. If you were telling me about uh, Firestarter Ministries and you had some very specific uh, uh, points that you wanted me to understand and some goals that you had I wouldn't want to knee jerk at all in telling you what we could do for you. So that's why we asked for that seven to 10 days, but we definitely will get back with you. Awesome.
0: Yes. Tracy Woods. (laughs) Solutions, LLC. This has been phenomenal and there is no doubt in my heart that this will not be a blessing to those that hear and to those that see.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Having opportunities like this for small businesses um, to come on and talk about what it is that we enjoy about what we do. It's awesome because we're always looking for those avenues to say, hey, um, we're not, you know, the big corporations, but we can tailor our business and our expertise to your needs and you will feel as though you should like you are the king or the queen um, of what it is that you're doing because you're more than worth it. So if we can help, In Season Solutions is here. You got it here, folks. Tracy Woods with In Season Solutions, LLC.
0: You have been strategically and unapologetically with Firestarter Monica. And until we connect again, the...